Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi, everyone. Um, oh, it's so good to be here. Thank you for asking me to speak, Judy. Um, and wow, just like looking around the room, some new faces and so many faces that I love you all so much. Um, and um, I'm going to share what was like, what happened and what it's like now. And through that, also talk about the tools that I use which is all of them. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, many people say this in the beginning of their shares and I love it every time, which is that take what you like and leave the rest. And I'm only one person working this program the way that I'm finding it. And so if my share doesn't resonate with you or there's something that you hear that's like, oh, that's so not how I see it that's like the gift of this program is that we get to work this program differently and that like it has something for each of us. Um, I came into these rooms like four and a half years ago and this room that was in person was one of the first ones as well for me and a big place where I got recovery. It's where I found my sponsors um, it was the first place where I took a service position um, and it was my home meeting until the pandemic. Um, I, I, um, what it was like was that I used food to deal with the unmanageability in my life. I used food to cope with the lack of control um, that I had. <laughs> and I used food to feel good when everything felt bad. And I used food when I was lonely or overwhelmed or had feelings that I didn't, didn't want to acknowledge or deal with. Um, and I used food or not eating food to try to feel powerful or perfect or in control, which then led to me then returning to overeating when I felt like I couldn't hold it all together. And it was demeaning it was overwhelming and baffling. And it, it was a secret, it felt super secretive. It felt like there's something wrong with me um, that no one, everyone else had it figured out and I was doing something terribly wrong and I just did not know what to do, but I, But like, as long as I could just get my food together, then it would be okay. 
um, which I found has never actually been like true. And so what happened was I thought that I just needed to change my career and then I would be okay. And then I changed my career and I still was binging. And so then I, my therapist had told, had asked me a question. She asked me, what if you didn't have to go through this alone? <laughs> and suggested that I come to OA. Um, and so I did. And it was right around the time that I already was sort of, OA was entering into my awareness. And, and I came into these rooms and like faced the shame and the secrets that I had been holding and slowly, slowly peeled back a lot of the restrictive perfectionism controlling that led me to feeling like I just can't do it and then giving up and like totally isolating and giving up on myself and those around me um and and so what happened was I I just kept coming to meetings and sharing and starting to read the literature and then making outreach calls. And I made a lot of outreach calls and four and a half years later, I still make a ton of outreach calls. I try to make three a day. And I find that when I do that, um, my life is more sane and I feel more connected to my fellows and whether it's that I'm reaching out for support or just telling about my day on someone's voicemail, that sometimes it's a lot of that. And sometimes I also get the gift of like realizing that I'm okay and I'm available to like support somebody or pick up the phone when they call. Um, and that I think has been a huge gift of this program of that it's not just what I get from it, which is like a life of sanity and usefulness and acceptance self-acceptance and acceptance of others and a path to feel all my feelings rather than to just feel good um is that I also can like be there for other people like in a committed way and like communicate when I'm not available but that I also like through this program like I get to be available like I get to be present um yeah, so I made a lot of outreach. And then, you know, I love these tool these tools and the tools help me to work the steps. Like the, the the more that I'm the longer that I'm in this program, the longer that I'm like everything else supports working the steps and the steps are magic. Um and, and getting a sponsor and working the steps is like the best decision that I have made in my life <laughs> it was so funny um and then not just that but then getting sponsees is like oh my god incredible because then it's like oh it's not just like this thing that's that I'm doing and that I'm getting help for but it's like other own 
spiritual experience that like I get to be a part of what um and let me know it said my internet connection is unstable so if you can't hear me if I break up I'll turn off my video but just let me know okay good um and but maybe more specifically what happened when I came to program I had a very restrictive food plan that I was using that I learned from my mother who I have eating disorders in my family three generations back or maybe more. Um, and so I used what I knew and um, then I cut all those portions in half and then I lost my period and was not feeling happy, joyous and free. I'll tell you that. Um, and from there, I really had to do something differently and like my sponsors really and fellows really helped me to follow a program of love and of listening and of action through surrender and of trusting myself in the universe that like I'm not always going to know perfectly when I'm hungry or when I'm full but like I can trust that like in general I can practice those skills and that I can surrender to a higher power. And through that, I can learn how to take care of myself and be taken care of by my higher power. And that I feel like marked like a distinct shift in my program from one of control um, to one of trust. Um, and that's been the biggest thing for me is that like, instead of having like rigidity and being like, I know what I do and I do it and it's okay as long as I do it, that I'm like, whoa, like how can I soften into this? And sometimes that softening does lead to like quite a bit of discipline. Um, like I get on my knees, I got on my knees first thing this morning and I did the third step in the seven step prayer. Um, or like the discipline to write a 10th step every night which is the tool of writing and also a step. Um, and I guess more so instead of being like, okay, I'm working all the tools. I'm doing all the steps. Like, why aren't I feeling recovered? Like, why aren't I feeling good? And it's like, oh, cause I'm like trying to control. And that like this program works through surrender and gentleness. And that's like the, the first step is like, I'm powerless. Like, admitted we are powerless and when we forgot this like that our lives become unmanageable and it's like oh yeah like I'm powerless over working my program perfectly like I'm powerless over my nutritional needs I'm powerless over my cravings I'm powerless over what my body looks like I'm powerless what you all are going to share after I speak I'm powerless over what I'm gonna say like in some ways like I'm like I do have control but then it's also like to what extent? And the, the more that I can surrender, the greater my serenity and the greater that I'm able to be with. And I think it's this real feeling of being like, am I against the universe or am I like with the universe? And like this program is really like, yeah, you're not alone. Like be with the universe. Um, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, let me find myself again for a moment. 
yeah so not controlling things and what that there aren't foods that I don't eat um but it's not that I eat I try to full um and if I eat because I'm emotionally upset then I practice compassion and I remember that it's an old tool that doesn't work and that it, it's okay and I turn to the program gently instead of beating myself up that I should be doing it a certain way I just mark that and I say oh I know I get that like here let's go call someone or like you know that that food is not a moral issue whether I eat a certain something or not that like I am not bad or good because of that and um and to note that like if I'm not taking care of my like emotional and spiritual and physical needs like I will turn to old tools. And so this program has all these tools for, for me to, and for us to be able to show up like in the way that I want to. Um, and I was just thinking I was working, feel a little scattered, but such, such is how it is sometimes. Um, I was working with a sponsee last week when we were reading the second step. And I don't know about you guys, you all, but sometimes I can get really focused on feeling disconnected from my higher power. <clears throat> it's like the main thing when I'm struggling with my program, it's because I'm not feeling connected to my higher power. I'm like, not, I'm like, what am I surrendering to? But um, I realized when we were reading through the literature, it said, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. It didn't say came to believe in a power greater than ourselves. <laughs> it didn't say anything like that it's just like came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity and I'm like whoa so like it could be it's more so the fact that like oh like I don't have to do this alone like I can't it's possible like recovery is possible and then we get to make the decision but it's it's just that like turning towards um that I think is really powerful. So I feel like I've shared a little bit of what it's like now, but what it's like now is I, um, I have a lot of feelings and I take the time to feel them. I've cried every day for the past week because my sponsor is no longer available to sponsor me and I we've been working together for the past four years and I feel a great sense of grief and loss. Um, and I, and I'm feeling that and giving myself the space to feel that what it's like now is that I was brought into while I was working my eighth step, my eighth step amends, eighth and ninth step amends in this program, I realized I had that my whole family is dysfunctional and deals with addiction issues and that I needed help for that as well. Um, and, and so I've been able to seek that help out and it's made 
it's made the reasons that I turn to food more understandable. And um, like, I have a lot more sanity and grace and understanding in the, the chaos that leads me to want comfort and security and safety in food. And so then I need it less. Um, what it's like now is I recognize that I have needs and that people aren't necessarily, other people aren't necessarily going to meet those needs for me, but I can still honor them and that I can always rely on my higher power. What it's like now is I felt really lonely last night. And so I cried, I took a bath and I made a song singing to my higher power about how I'm not alone. Um, <laughs> And what it's like now is I practice very imperfectly um, praying and meditating daily, going to a meeting. I go to a meeting between like three to seven times a week. And I find that when I do feel alone, I can come here and remember that I, it's not true. I'm not alone. Um, and that I'm loved and I'm capable of loving and that I don't have to override myself or my own needs or desires. I don't have to, I don't have to do any of the things that I think that I have to, to be okay, that it's actually okay. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, to, but it's really this feeling. It's like, oh, well, I like, you know, this feeling that I can't be okay in the moment. And so I need to numb out or I need to fix it or I need to something like this program is like, just be here. Just like listen, just like sit and practice patience and trust. Um, what it's like now is I'm working my seventh step and I'm practicing patience and I'm patience with myself and others. And, and I don't know how it should be. Um, and that like being in the mystery is much more joyful and energizing than trying to create a future or fix a past in a certain way that I think it should be. Um, and what it's like now is I used to struggle a lot with chronic pain and chronic stomach aches. And I have sought outside help and through this program, like I, have a lot more feeling of safety in my body. Um, and I get hungry and still sometimes I overeat and, I, and I'm okay with that. I'm not trying to do this perfectly, um, but I, I do still, I'm like, oh, like it doesn't make it okay because when I compulsively over under eat, I'm, not showing up for myself or my recovery or those around me. And it, I, I really feels like a, a small death. <laughs> and like in those moments, I like choose, I want to choose life and choose recovery and choose the possibility that something can come from that rather than, oh, I'm not good enough. And um, I think that that's just about my time. And I want to thank you all for this kind of rambling share of mine this morning. But I feel just so much love for you all and like so grateful. Many of you have had a big part in my recovery. 
Um, and I guess my topic is probably like surrender. <laughs> um, like, um, what that's looked like for you in your recovery. Okay. Thank